Hello people, welcome to yet another edition of Hangout with Abisoe. Today I have a friend and first off, how has your week been? What's it been like? What's happening with you? Um, today I have a friend with me, not Mrs. Notch. I have a couple of, I have a lot of friends, <laughs> not Mrs. Notch, but this is someone, her name is Nasifa and um, Nasifa Bankolemore. And uh, today, Nafi- I know you corrected me, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Okay, so welcome, um, Nafisa. I don't know why I keep putting the T behind it. Okay, so welcome, Nafisa Bankolemore. And yeah, so Nafisa is someone I found randomly on Instagram. And I'm, I'm careful to use the word randomly because I strongly believe that our meeting is not by chance. Um, it's, it's, it's also, uh, and I like what she does, right? Um, so I feel it's important for us to have these conversations today, especially because it is Women's Day week. Like we're ending today. Um, well, by the time I publish this, it will be Friday, um, at the end of Women's Week. So yes, to all the women in the house or any woman who's listening, happy Women's Day. Yeah, it's still our week. We can claim the whole week. I mean, obviously we mm-hmm. should claim the whole week. Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so welcome. So tell us about yourself, Nafisa. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Nafisa Bankalimor. I am a transformation coach and I'm also a content creator. And what I do is, I encourage and empower and help immigrant moms, you know, to reawaken those dreams they had before they be, they had that title immigrant. You know, we we tend to forget that. Oh, okay, we had dreams, and then we we just try to fit into the new society, and then forget those things that um really that really matter to us. And so um, that's what I do. I'm a mother of four. And um, I'm based <laughs> I'm in um, New Jersey in the US, and like this is like my this is like my third year being an immigrant mom, and I didn't like what I saw when I came in, and I'm like, yes, I have to, I have a solution, so I can help them change the status quo. To anyone who wants wow. to change the status quo, anyone who, who who really feels they have more to offer than them um, what they've settled for. Okay, that's a very long introduction, but something that <laughs> caught my mind. And you know I'm going to say, right? You yeah. Have four. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, Give it oh, up. Oh, like. oh, Give oh. it up. <laughs> wow. And and before we came on, and that's what's what we were talking about, once you come to North America, you actually do know the definition of nuclear family. Yes. Because back home, right? And, and anyone who's listening, myself and Nafisa are from Nigeria. So back home, you would have people around you. You have family, you have aunties, you have uncles, you have grandmas. You also would have maybe, you just had a lot of help from everywhere. Mm-hmm. But here, it's just you and your very nuclear family. So mm-hmm. how have you been coping? What's going on? How are you doing that? Like forest, you know, that's, that's, that's awesome. Okay, before I said, before I like, um, it was tough, but um, it was a thing of a mindset. I just decided to look, you're already in it, so it's either you, you make things go right or you keep um, killing yourself or making making a big 
deal out of it. So I just changed my mindset and I'm like, okay, I've got this. What what can I do to make sure that everything is going on fine? I just made sure that. And then there's collaboration. My partner is supportive. So we do things together. So it, that's, it, that's just been the grace. And let's just say it's been the grace of God. We're doing it and we're doing it well to the glory of God. Mm. So... Oh, wow, that's, that's super interesting. <laughs> I know, I know, that's super interesting. Like, I can imagine you have your hands full, but yeah, Nafisa, you're doing, you're doing well. You're a strong woman. Thank you <laughs> Thank for you. sharing. Okay, so tell me, I, I just, uh, one of the things I saw on your page is get out of your way. Um, you you say that a lot, and and uh, this is me referring to your page I've, where I found you on Instagram. What is that about? Um, so. Getting out of your way, like, like still what I like what I said in the introduction that um, we've had dreams even before we became moms. Talk talk more of being immigrant moms, and then um, mm-hmm. when we when we get out of um, our maybe our home country or wherever wherever it is that we are, we we tend to let certain beliefs um we, we drown us we have certain habits that um we we hold on to or belief systems that don't work for the dreams or the goals that we have for ourselves so it's like letting those behaviors those personal problems we have you know we're banking on it the doubts the mental a lot of mental blocks our fears we let it get in the way of the things that we really want to do like there comes the feeling of oh i'm not good enough or I won't be accepted. You know, those 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 things are limiting beliefs. They are mindsets that um we just build out of oh what people have said or what we feel we've heard maybe in the media or okay they um, in this part of the country about the racism and all of it. So we we just limit ourselves and then we stand in our way of getting things done. Mm, so it's okay. basically we have this inner critic because this is like, I'll say it's my story, but I see that I'm, I'm very observant and I know that a lot of people around me that I've noticed also have these things. They have this inner critic, their fears, the doubts that, oh, would I be accepted? So that's basically like talking about we're in our own ways of, or in our own way of doing something good for ourselves. Okay, Nafisa, wait, wait. You used a lot of um, very, very um, nice adjectives to to qualify those things. But I really, for me, I really want to just like hear it in terms of experience, right? Limiting belief and all that. It it sounds really nice, but I okay. I I guess I'm asking. What's what? What's your story like? Like why? Like wh- give me an example of a limiting belief with a story, so that anyone who is listening can relate to it. You know, when you say limiting belief, I'm wondering they've come again. You know, <laughs> just telling us all this nice, motivating. I want it in terms of, and that's one of the things that I like to talk about. I I want it in terms of experience. What 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 exactly? Can you share an experience with us if it's you know if you're okay sharing that? Okay. Um one of let me start with me, like let me use my own experience. Before even before I came to be an immigrant mom, I've had this um low self-esteem, low self-confidence and all of it. So I I have tried to I worked on it before I came actually. But you know, it doesn't just all go away, especially if um especially if you you you're not 
in the midst of people who keep um, pushing you to do more, to be more. Mm, so mm. when I got in here, I, I the, 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 all those things sipped back into me. I had the fear of, oh, would I be accepted in some way that, okay, my skin color, number one, will, will make them say, oh, no, we can't give her the job or something. Or my I was doubting my own ability to show up for myself. Like, I, I had an instance of... Um, I had the opportunity to actually go and do um, like a freelance writing for someone. And my limiting belief set in that, oh, am I good enough? Can I write something like... Are you even speaking? Yeah. You know, can I (laughs) write the English that they understand? And so I didn't even... When uh, when they just told me no, I didn't go back there. Even before I went... You didn't pursue it. Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go after it because I was like... Might not, they might not take it. They might not. They might not give it to me. But I find that I still go. I still go back there and say, okay, let me do something better. But at the end of the day, I start to procrastinate. And what's making me mm. procrastinate is that oh, I have that that li- believe is still there. Is you might not be accepted. They might pick mm. somebody else. You know, the fear of not wanting to hear no. Let me just mm. put it like that. The fear of not wanting to hear no. So let me add to this that you just said, and it's just something just to add. Um, on one of the podcasts, or one of the episodes, my dear friend, Mrs. Notch, had <laughs> said to us that um, this this move that you have made as a professional or as someone who's moved out from your home country to another country, to North America, where most of the listeners of this will be, um, it's a monumental change. And it's highlights slash exaggerates exactly those things that are inside of you. You said, and I'm using your word, that you had, you know, you you had esteem issues of, oh, maybe I'm not good enough. He was there. You probably had dealt with it a little too, but it got amplified from what I'm hearing once you got here mm-hmm. and, you know, it just kind of took over because you're, you're experiencing a lot of changes and then this is it. And I'm going to say this, right, Nafisa, this is what happens for me. And I get you. It's very true for me too. I had my 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 bad habit, um, or something that I know that I, I thought I had dealt with and I had not. Plus, coupled with its procrastination, coupled with the with the busyness of Lagos life, with the oh I'm busy, there's traffic, you know, all of that, you know, you could hide behind all of that and still kind of thrive in your comfort zone in your uh-huh. you know yeah. in the place where you feel like you know this is me and this is comfortable but once I got here I realized that you know is it, is, is it just me that I even came in and then three weeks after there's COVID there's really like the whole world was standing wow. still and there's nothing yeah. so what is that thing you're procrastinating about oh you're too busy you're in Lagos traffic you're on Tobinland Bridge you haven't you know how far you're not you're not you're not going anywhere <laughs> like you're literally at home right exactly. so you better start dealing with it and that's one of the things, well, you know, also if you are someone who haven't dealt with um, your spending habits and everything, you would come here and it would get exaggerated. You know why? Because if you're someone who goes out of your means, and women, we sometimes do that, go out of your means to um, acquire things that you can't afford. Yeah. And maybe that's how you have lived from paycheck to paycheck, paycheck. paying for that mm-hmm. new, you know. When you get here, you don't even need a paycheck. Well, fortunately for you, the system allows you to, and you know, we are coming from a system where we pay cash down. Yeah, and then you've yeah. come to a system that allows you to even pay with card. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you see how they've 
you know how the system has already amplified mm -hmm. and help you to you know in my language exactly. <laughs> it has helped you <laughs> to move forward to to your to your bad habits so yeah, yeah interesting please go ahead so, like I, like I so how did you get out of it friend today and you know she she's also like somebody that is on this page and she kept telling me she has a lot of ideas and i'm like okay what's stopping you she's like ah, she doesn't know she has to do the certification and i just sat her down and, and i'm like wait what do you want for yourself and that's the problem if you do not you don't mm. have clarity about the things you want and then you continue to take things that come to you and then the the, mm. the those habits that you have you've dealt with like you said it's going to help you amplify it because you 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 have something you're you're comfortable you're so comfortable like okay if i don't yeah. if i don't if i don't um if i don't see do what i can what i love to do i'm i know mm. that i can get something else to do that will still help me pay those bills yeah yeah because Things you just have to you know yeah, but, well, they're not odd because I, you know, I got corrected this evening. I was in a mm -hmm. what they call this thing, a clubhouse earlier this oh, evening, okay. and yeah, it's a clubhouse conversation earlier this evening, and it was just about um, same thing: Canadians, uh, immigrants, you know, professional immigrants, and all that. And you know, we're talking about um, jobs, and you know, we we all decided to call it transition jobs because transition. Like, That's good. Yeah, because one of the things that someone in that room mentioned, which is, you know, shout out to A, I don't know if she wants her name mentioned. <laughs> one of the things she said um, is that um, for you, you feel like that job is, you know, um, maybe something lower than you, or, but some people have done these jobs and that's their line of work and that's what mm -hmm. they're comfortable, you know, they've done this. This is line of work. This is life for them. And that's, that's what it is for you. Maybe you feel like it's not where I want to go to. It's not where I want to be at, but it looks like what's most available to me. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's a transition job and you should keep it at that. You were also in a transition job. How were you able yeah. to, you know, are you out of it? How, what, what, okay, so I'm um, threefold questions because I saw a post on your page. You said, and I'm, let me hold, I think if I, I can find it. And I want to use the exact words, which is one of the things that attracted me to you. Um, I'm like, okay. oh my gosh, it's so real. Hold on, I'm trying to find that post. Yeah, I found I, it. I, I had my gloves on, <laughs> I took a selfie in the mirror. No, 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 it's not even that. <laughs> okay. You said, yes, I am a certified um, home health XYZ. Yes, I bowed to the pressure. I had to survive. Bills were piling up, and I want to live the baby girl lifestyle. <laughs> okay, so you, the word, I, the sentence, I bowed to pressure. What was that about? Okay. You know, like we said, the transition jobs, we see, we, it's, it's people, it's certain people do it as something that they love. But you that you you don't you yeah you don't have any background about the job, but it's just like a means of survival. And there's a thing about coming to the US. Everybody tells you that um what the 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 only place you could get a good job on as in get a job fast and get good money, the emphasis is always on the money and then quick job is in the health industry. 
Like, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the same thing everywhere. Canada. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's the only place. And I'm, you know, like I was arguing and I was like, what do you mean? I can do other things. You know, I was always arguing, but it got to a point that I, like I said in um, previously that I couldn't show up for myself. I couldn't present. I wasn't, um, I didn't have that confidence to show up. Okay. I have, um, I have like, um, I have some. I know something very about some um, content creation. You know, digital marketing. You know, I couldn't show up for those things, and then I'm like, okay, I think this is the easiest thing for me to do. Let me just go and do it because I have to pay bills. I have to, you know, like I said, the baby girl lifestyle. As in, I just need to buy stuff <laughs> and all of it. So I had to do that job because that was like the only option. Since I wasn't pushing myself to show up for the things that I really wanted to do, so I had yeah. to take up that job and mm-hmm. um i did it for a year yeah mm-hmm. yeah i did yeah i i remember something that you said on your podcast so that's why you should see that on your page rather that you said <laughs> your kids there to say you were like a stepmom so what are those signs that tells you because you were always coming back angry and snapping at them and stuff and they're like oh man she's behaving like a stepmom and I, yeah. and I find that I found that super funny. I laugh so hard. So tell me, <laughs> what are the things that tells you that you're settling and that you are, you know, I, I, that's a sign already when, yeah. you know, so what I, are, I, I, because, I okay, sorry, go ahead. Okay. Because I'm trying to say, and, and that, that's holding on to the things you say about being an immigrant mom. Most of us come to North America saying that we want to provide, um, an opportunity or opportunities for our kids so that it can have a better standing and better opportunities. But these are the kids that you're already snapping at. How do you balance that with the bills, with their, with even chasing after your own dream as a mom and also, you know, being there for the kids who are also experiencing this transition, by the way. Mm -hmm. And so how do you, how do you balance that? You have four, there must be a system. At the beginning of it all, it wasn't balanced. Like, like I said, I let myself get in the way, so I was always very agitated. I was always angry anytime I came up. Um, going to work, waking up in the morning was even. I I hated the okay. Look, I didn't look forward to the next day because I knew oh okay I was going to go to this place. It's something I, I as in I've never I never thought I was going to do it. If anybody knows about what the Omel hate job is. <laughs> I never thought I was going to do it. So I I was always cranky. And when I came home, I was always tired. I'm always mm. tired. And then I get to take these things out on my kids. And bef- even before my daughter said something, I didn't even know they had gone to tell their dad that she's just always angry for no reason. And she snaps wow. at us for no reason. And I'm like, my son is, um, my son is, my son is eight. My daughter is six. So I'm like, so this, these kids are, are seeing stuff as in they're seeing what was happening. So I, I had to reflect. I called myself to order and I'm like, and I went back to my notes because yes, I've gone through a series of coaches and I went back to my notes. And the first thing that um came to me was my mindset. I needed to change the mindset around because even if I'm going to transition into doing the things that I love, I will not, I shouldn't carry that mindset into it. I shall start to give, um, to praise myself and tell myself positive things that whatever I'm doing is for a season and it's for a reason. 
So I mm. started to, I went back to, 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 to all the things that I'd done to improve myself. I, I started doing the, especially for, for the, my mindset. I woke up every morning and I'll tell myself, oh, it's going to be a beautiful day today. And because I learned from the likes of Brendan Bouchard, um, Mel Robbins, I listen to them a lot. And, you know, they give you nuggets of things you should do uh, in the morning when you wake up in the morning. So I I trained my mind. I said, oh, you, you can't continue like this because it was affecting my, not just my relationship with the kids, but my relationship with my spouse. Because mm. it's like, look, we're 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 here together. My my spouse is very outgoing, and it's like, I can't even go out and meet my friends to have fun because you're like my only go to. We just and all of it. But when you come, all moody and and I saw that it was it was getting out of hand, and nobody was going to help me but me. Mm. So, but it's so I can I go it's ahead. If, go if, ahead it's if you if you have that um if you've if you've been able to get that level of improving yourself, then I started to implement those things. And that's how we got okay. better. That okay, I started to calm down and, mm-hmm. and took each day one step at a time. I went to I went to work very happy. I woke up happy. It got to that point and I was happy about it till I left. I just used to go and do it and smile through it. That okay. I'm just doing it for a reason. So are you saying, and Nafisa, this is me just being devil's advocate and poking holes. <laughs> so you're saying you just decide to tell yourself, today I'm going to be happy. Today I'm going to be happy. And then you jump out and you're happy and, and that's it. Yes. Is it, I, that, is it that you created systems? What did you do? Because I'm, I'm curious. Okay, like I okay. really want someone to get practical tips of saying, how am I going to do this? And you have, you know, you have, at the time, you had three kids, right? Yeah. So you you had three, and you know, I just really want tips. To be honest, um, I'm a very spiritual person. I it 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 was luckily for me all to the glory of God. I'll say that it was at that point I realized that um, aside from developing myself as in personally doing self improvement, I needed to also up my spiritual level. So it was at okay. that point I like really knew who my Lord was to me and I did it with prayer. I, I sometimes I don't like to get spiritual, so people don't think, oh, please but go I really ahead. don't that's, care. That's but one of the things on this I, I it, that was I'll tell you that was the basis. I, I got closer to God and I started to tell him the things that I wanted. I started to I I started to worship him more with my, my tongue and my heart. So it, it started for me when I when I decided to oh okay something is lacking because no matter the self improvement that you do if you do not have the found the right foundation and I think that foundation is knowing who knowing who your Lord is to you and that mm. was what helped me I don't know what any other person believes in but if you do not have that prayer attitude like committing all of it to God. It, it might be a bit difficult for people. So I think that was, and at that point, I'd, um, be, I invested in like a spiritual, personal development, spiritual coach. And so it was like a turning point for me. It all came at the beginning of um, COVID. That's when everything actually changed for me. And I started to take it one step at a time. So I was measuring my spirituality and then the personal development areas. So when I read, when, when the spiritual, when the lady who, who put me through all of that, 
I'll read things from her. I'll go back to my personal development notes. And they were, they were like, they tally a lot. They're saying yeah. the same thing. So, but we're not, yeah. we're just always tilted to one side and we don't connect with our, our creator. So it was when yeah. I connected with my creator that um it became easier for me. I'll say that. I'll okay. say that. So, became- so- so I like I like everything that you have said, Nafisat. And the honest truth is, what you've said is very true. I think COVID gave a lot a lot of people, a lot of busy moms, um, a chance to actually reflect. Because as a mom, we already have too many parts. Like, mm-hmm. shout out to moms. You're a mom. You have your, you know, and then you you're looking at each child to. Each child has their own personality and you're trying yeah. to deal with each child. And mm-hmm. then the child is also going through that change because they're now in, you know, in North America and they're wondering, mom, why am I the only brown kid in class? Or, you know, or also trying to understand it. And then, you know, you still have your spouse where you, where you have to maintain the friendship, which is another thing that we didn't say. And uh, so, <laughs> you know, when you get here, like you said, your husband mentioned, right? Yeah. You're going to be each other's friends. <laughs> like you're going to, you're going to, it's you know back you know back wherever you you come from you you probably had that um you know there's always that support there's always that you know thing going on but yeah. here it, it comes you know it it's also can it also can exaggerate whatever it is that you had in that relationship before yeah so because it 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 brings its own level of stress and it brings its own level of new things mm-hmm. okay Good, 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 Nafisa. I really appreciate this conversation. One last thing, and I think I'd asked you before, but you you haven't really answered it, my pretty well, to what I think I wanted to say. I asked, what are the signs that tells you that you're settling? We mentioned one, you start to snap. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what are the other things that tells you that you're settling? You know, I've been here and I don't know that I'm (laughs) settling. What would you tell me? When you procrastinate a lot. Okay. Yeah, procrastination is you because you say oh you 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 have you think procrastination for me in in my for my for me is like you you have plans you know something that there's something you want to do and then you feel like okay well i have my transition job that you'll cover up for the let me just keep doing it and then that's how that plan of whatever you want to do keeps going down because you're consoling yourself with the transition job. You're consoling yourself. You're buying stuffs that you tomorrow will complain about. And another thing, another sign is when you keep complaining. Mm. You're not grateful for anything. You just keep complaining. Oh, this happened. I have people around me who complain about this transition job, but the next day they're taking double shifts. You know? Okay. So they keep complaining. Mm. You, when you notice that you're complaining, it's it's like I said. This thing also has to do with um, spirituality. When when I started to be grateful for the fact that I'm existing. You even had a job. Yeah. And I had people at the job who would thank me like a million and one times for helping them do what I'm doing. So that was what I also, let me just quickly go back. That's what I also held on to. That was what made it easier for me. Made, made it, made, sorry, made it easy for me to, okay, calm down. Because... I, there were people that I really love. I, I came to fall in love with at my place of work, you know, elderly people who 
they want to talk to you. They want to, they, they, they are, they're so like, oh, I'm so sorry that you have to do this. They're so compassionate. And I'm supposed to be the one compassionate to, to be so compassionate, today, <laughs> but they're so compassionate. And th- those are the ones that were keeping me going. So even if I don't have to work with them, I'll just go check them. How you doing? It's like, it, 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 I thought I see the good side of it. Okay. So if you keep good complaining one. and you don't see any anything good in what you're doing, then you know that yes, you've settled for less. Because somehow there's a good in everything we do. If you mm, you learn mm. something from it. So what? Wh- okay, and that's that's talking about work. How about um and uh, the home front? You mentioned complaint at home. How were you able? How have you, like? I'm curious. How have you been able to manage with 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 four kids here? It was three. Without having as much comfort. <laughs> it was three. And I don't know. God has been good to me. I'll just say that. Every it's not it's not as if I were perfect or but I have a very, very, very supportive spouse. Well, that's very nice. supportive. Very, very. So it has been like a, it's a, it's been a teamwork all through. He's really always, nice. always supportive. And I'm grateful for him because all the times, if if he was as cranky as I was, we might have, we might have <laughs> lost our kids, yes, because he was the one that was always listening. Oh, wow. And I can imagine the kids were going through some changes. Were they, were, then, okay, this is, you've been here, you've been here three years. That means they went to regular school before COVID happened. Yeah, they went to regular school. Yeah, yeah for a very long time. You know, I moved from states. I moved from um, Chicago to New Jersey. So they've been, they've experienced Chicago. They've experienced New Jersey. So they're they're settling in fine. Mm. They're settling in fine because they're kids. And and to the glory of God, again, I'll say that they've not had the case of anybody telling them maybe they're purple skin or green skin or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, well, it it might not even be that, you know. Well, um, also... You know, also just, you know, and so do you, what are the plans for them in terms of, uh, like, you know, doing sports and all those things, like all the other, you know, being a mom and driving them around and stuff. Did you, how, how did you manage that before COVID? We, we didn't have that um, opportunity then. We, they, they didn't have any sporting activities as at the time we, we came to New Jersey and then, but in, um in, in Chicago to there is there was no spots there was no activity but right now he's doing my son is doing an activity that they do like some days and it's been it's they picked him the single and they picked him for it mm, yeah so nice. but it's, it doesn't that entail driving around <laughs> yeah that must be your pride and joy as an immigrant mom so yes it, it's, it's even it too because okay. they, they always win student of the year Oh, since, we, wow. since we got to New Jersey, they've been winning students of the students of the student of the year. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really awesome. That's really awesome. Thank you very much, Nafisa, for sharing. We've come to the end of it because it's thirty minutes. Wow. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everyone always says, "Wow," when it gets to them, like, "Are you kidding me?" Um, time flies when you're having fun. And so, as women, and this is my conclusion on the podcast today, as women, um. We already have our lives in many parts. Um, my dear friend Doko, uh, Mrs. Notch, would always say that um, on this on this journey, it's a change, and we should deal with it. In this journey, we need to constantly examine and evaluate ourselves, because, like myself and Nafisa have mentioned, um, this transition that we're going through will always um, exaggerate or amplify 
the good habits that we've, you know, that we have, uh, but it also amplified the um, inherent um, habits or, or um, yeah, habits. That's the word. Inherent, um, not so great habits that we have. So, first of all, acknowledge it as a process. As an immigrant mom, you have kids. You want them to do better. I mean, I want my I want my son to be a student of the year, like Nafisa Caesar. <laughs> but even if your kids are not, just know matter. that it's a journey. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Um, you need to first acknowledge that this is a great process. Then you need to fund the flame of hope. You know, just, you know, try and also believe in yourself again. Go back to your notes. And that's, that's what's my timer. Go back to your notes. Yeah, I know, right? Go back to your notes and try to develop strategies to get yourself out of the rut. Nafisa says that the signs of you settling for less, now you're less, nobody else is less, you're less. The signs of you settling for your less is when you start to complain a lot, when you start to procrastinate on the action points that you need to take on. And, you know, when you think a lot and you do little, that's daydreaming, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's daydreaming. Constant daydreaming. When you're constantly daydreaming, those are the things to watch out for as an immigrant mom here who is transitioned or who is transitioning here in North America. And trust me, like you saw me try to grill or you heard me try to grill in a visa, this is not motivational mumbo jumbo. One other thing I'm taking away from what she has shared with us today is that for her, it was a deeply spiritual connection with her Lord. And that's one thing that has helped her find herself or start to believe in herself again. Like, I know you're not there yet, right? Yeah. And Nafisa, you're not there yet, but you're, you're, you're doing the job. Yeah. And so as always, guys, thank you, Nafisa, for having, for coming on. I know that you have a baby and we were keeping our fingers crossed, you know, that we don't start, you know, is your baby, your baby a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Okay, we're keeping our fingers crossed that he doesn't, you know, wake up and he's like, oh, no, where's my mom? <laughs> so, and that's one of the things that as, you know, immigrant mom, we have to, the interruptions in our day is some of the things we have to deal with. Don't be too hard on yourself. Manage interruptions um, and just start to find the flame. I hope that this podcast and this episode encourages an immigrant mom who is listening who is, um, you know, right there in the middle trying to figure out what's going on. I hope this podcast, this particular episode encourages you. Um, This week has been about celebrating women. And I truly, truly celebrate you. Myself and Nafisa truly, truly celebrate you. But we hope that you're able to um, get get encouraged to do more for yourself. So um, thank you for listening. I would like to hear from you. You can send an email. You can reach out to me on any platform you hear this. I'm also going to share Nafisa's page because that's how I found her. I'm also going to share a page wherever I post this so that you can actually see what I saw and and reach out to her. So thank you for coming on board and have a wonderful evening. Thank you for having me. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye.